Hello, campers, and welcome to another episode of Camp Half Blood Cast. We're about to assist Percy on his quest to finding the lightning thief. So, we will start with chapter one, I accidentally vaporized my pre-algebra teacher. We are introduced to Percy Jackson, a serial school expulsion victim who really is trying his hardest to be good at his school trip to the museum. Um, Until the water fountain seemingly attacks his bully and he accidentally vaporizes his pre-algebra teacher with a pen that turns into a sword. So, a lot to unpack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hello campers and welcome to another episode of Camp Half-Blood Cast. Um, the, look, I didn't want to be a half-blood monologue, which you can find on our socials. Um, yeah, um, Leah's doing it and it's really good. Check it out. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> and we begin with our main character, Percy Jackson, calling himself a troubled kid, which I think we have different opinions because personally, I think he's an angel. <laughs> um, yeah, for, for a trouble, troubled kid or a person that would be described as troubled kid, he's not really causing that much trouble. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Percy's on his way to the museum with his classmates. Um, this is where we begin our story. He's trying to be on his best behavior as he has been warned that if he isn't, he will be expelled. Um, he mentions that he's caused problems before. Yeah, he's basically been expelled from every other school that he was in. Like, he's being expelled every year and his poor mom needs to find him a new school every year. I know. He explained it, like he explains that one of the times he accidentally shot a cannon at the bus. How do you act? I don't know. I'm like, why is the cannon loaded? <laughs> what is it loaded with? I know. Like, how bad was it? And then another time he mentions he accidentally, they went to an aquarium and he accidentally yeah. dropped the whole class on the walkway into like a shark tank. I would never walk above a shark tank. Never, Why are they letting kids above a shark tank anyway? They're probably like a viewing platform or something. Well, either way, um, <laughs> the, the two teachers that accompany him, I mean the class, are Mr. Brunner, the Latin teacher, um, who is an ancient Greek um, mythology enthusiast, which is ancient, ancient Greece enthusiasm. Uh, and Percy really likes him. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And um, should I mention the other teacher and then we get into it? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So the other teacher is pre-algebra teacher, Mrs. Dodds, and he hates her and she hates him. And um, yeah, he says that he doesn't think she's human. And well, basically, his best friend Grover agrees with him um, yeah. very seriously. Um, we are on our way to the museum with Percy. Yeah, And exactly. then his best friend Grover. And they're both getting bullied by a child. Call Nancy Boba Fett, <laughs> who's a bad person. She is. Um, and again, Percy is really trying to behave. Yeah, because because he's been expelled before and he's actually on probation. So he should not. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, he should not. And Grover actively is also reminding him because Percy is close to losing it with Nancy several times. Um, but Grover says, it's fine. I like peanut butter because that's what she's doing. She's throwing peanut butter sandwiches in his hair. That's, um, that's, that's an interesting way of putting someone. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, then they um, arrive at the museum, uh, look at the steel. Um, and, um, which, yeah. is, which is a grave marker. Uh, it was a grave marker in ancient Greece. 
Exactly. And Percy is distracted by his classmates, but he actually wants to listen. Exactly. Um, but um, just people talking around him makes it hard to focus and um, he brings attention to himself um, accidentally. Because he tells Nancy Boba Fett to shut exactly. up. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Mr. Brunner um, asks him, like, what is happening on this deal? And Percy recognizes the photo, well, the image, the imagery of uh, Kronos eating his kids. But also poor Percy. He just, like, he was, he wanted to pay attention, says, oh, shut up, Nancy. And then he seems like he's the person that's not listening. Exactly. Um, when he actually does know the answer to this, though, uh, yeah. but calls Kronos God originally and then gets correct, like, corrects it into Titan. Um, Mr. Brunner then asks Percy how well actually that's a lie Nancy mutters like like how are we ever meant to use this in real life like what is like does this mean and Mr. Brunner calls her out which Percy actually really enjoys that Nancy is actually getting caught um and Grover says or something (laughs) like that and um Mr. Brunner says Percy as Nancy asked how would you relate this to real life and Percy can't answer the question and obviously like none of us would i Um, know i thought it was capitalism well i can't (laughs) imagine (laughs) a 12 year old person being like "Hmm, capitalism i know (laughs) but like honestly he's a 12 year old he's grown up in new york and capitalism (laughs) wall street is in new york but it's like how would you how would you answer this how Um, mythology relates to life no but that's the thing is it eat or be eaten or is it capitalism but um he he doesn't know how to answer the question and if i was 12 i would not have known either and percy notes that mr brunner looks disappointed at this yeah because percy really likes him obviously and uh he kind of feels that he expects more um of him I think he actually mentions it. He, he does mention that he feels like the expectations are like he doesn't just what he actually says is he doesn't just want him to be as good as his classmates. He wants him to be, to be like him, him to be better. Um, but yeah, he expects more of him, but it feels like he's falling short due to his dyslexia and ADHD, which obviously makes learning difficult. But he's still he's doing a good, a good job. job. He tries his best. Like, this is what I mean. A troubled kid. What do you yeah. mean? You're trying he, your he best. He recognized the painting. Exactly. For God, God's sake. I, for God's sake, come <laughs> on. Um, but that's um, that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. And as he leaves, as they leave, like Mr. Brunner calls for the lunch break. And then as they leave, he says to Percy that this is life or death information that he yeah. expects Percy to actually know what this means. And again, Percy is like, oh, man. And when they get outside and he's joined by Grover, he says, did you get detention? And then... Percy says, not from Mr. Brunner, but I wish he would give me, like, stop giving me a hard time. Like, he would lay off me a little. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And, and then they're having uh, their lunch. And we know, like, Percy mentions that the weather's been a bit weird recently. Um, that Apparently since Christmas, yeah. the weather has been, like, everything from, like, thunderstorms to hurricanes to um, snowstorms and... They basically, I think, note that there is like some thunder in the distance, yeah. and he thinks something. Uh, also, I love how Percy and Grover distance themselves from the rest of the group because they don't want to be associated <laughs> with those kids. So, in case I mean, we actually didn't mention this, but Yancey, his the academy is that he goes to is for troubled kids, like kids with a problem, like criminals, etc. Why, why is Grover there? 
That's a good question. What is Grover doing there? What, why is he a fiancé? Um, oh, well, actually, Percy mentions he has, like, a disability, that he has a, that he's excused yeah. for PA from life. Yeah. And um, also, but then we shouldn't let this fool us because on enchilada day, he can run fast. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, per, like, Grover must have been held back several grades because he has yeah, a wispy yeah, yeah. beard and he cries when he's frustrated, which I'm like... Me too, Grover. Yeah, okay. Maybe that makes him actually a troubled kid. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> crying. No. And also, he doesn't mind having peanut butter sandwiches thrown in his hair. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, after all this time, maybe he doesn't. Oh, true. Yeah. Um, but e- either way, uh, well, uh, that's when Nancy oh, shows up to actually, bully them again. Actually, we're forgetting that Percy actually sits on that fountain and oh, just yeah. wishes he could take a cab home to his mom. Which is like, yeah. and again, a troubled kid. What do you mean? Um, I want to be with my mommy. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to go home to his mom. And he knows his mom would be angry if he left the school trip. Yeah. But he'd just like to see her because he hasn't seen her since Christmas. But obviously, she would be angry because he would be causing trouble, then jeopardizing his education. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's return of Nancy Boba Fett. Yeah. So she comes back to bully them again. And that's when Percy gets angry. Like, And he kind of tries to tell him what the school counselor has told him which is to take deep breaths and um just bear it bear the anger yeah. but he blacks out in anger and then he sees nancy boba fett in the fountain uh complaining that she was being pushed by percy and he doesn't remember it obviously because he blacked out and everyone's talking about how percy pushed her but also there's voices being like oh water grabbed her like, did you Something see the happened? water yeah. came out and grabbed her? And obviously, we all know this can't happen. Like, yeah. it must but have they're been kids. Crazy. They're kids, so imagination, you know. Yeah, but well, <laughs> we think no one catches us, but Mrs. Dodds is on the job. So Mrs. Dodds favors Nancy a lot. Obviously, she's she's a math teacher. My pre-algebra they're teachers evil. always get the whole yeah. thing wrong. <laughs> obviously um but uh, mrs dodds pounces on them and says that percy needs to come with her and grover uh, yeah. the angel tries to take the fall yeah he, he's because uh, he knows that percy can't get into trouble again because he's going to be expelled um, and grover and percy are obviously best friends and if you're not in trouble you know you're going to take the fall for your best friend exactly but yeah so um yeah, Mrs. Bo- uh, Bob's. <laughs> I, I mixed them up. Mrs. Mrs. Dodds, Dodds um, um, goes up to the museum again, and then uh, Percy follows her, but he looks away for a second, um, and then she's suddenly up the stairs, and he doesn't see her walk up, and he's like, "How? How did she appear just up there?" And he tries to rationalize it um, with his ADHD, saying yeah. that his ADHD kind of gives him like lapses of this where he doesn't like he loses yeah. events that's but happened that's, that's also what he's been told by his school counselor yeah that it's because he doesn't focus so he just yeah. misses out on information however this time he feels like that that isn't the case yeah but he follows her um to to an empty into an empty gallery but on his way up upstairs he's like oh he's gonna make me buy a t-shirt from nancy <laughs> for pushing her into what, the what money <laughs> I mean, it's, this is it's a child. They're, they're rich kids. Most of them. Percy's not, but most of them. Yeah, well, I, I just can't believe that. Like, come on, it'll dry. Stop being a baby, Nancy. <laughs> um, but basically, yeah, he follows her inside to the gallery and they're yeah. alone. 
he notes. Yeah. But then she starts growling. And just generally behaving weirdly and, and saying weird stuff. I mean, I have heard math teachers <laughs> growl, <Same>. so... <laughs> yeah, it's more like what she was saying. But you know. he's trying to rationalize this and being like, he's not unsafe, but it's like... It's a teacher. It's, it's a weird being alone with a teacher. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Dots, however, seems like she is kind of on a different realm because she starts saying, did you think we didn't know? Like, did you think we wouldn't find out? Yeah. Know what you've done? And then Percy in this moment is like, oh man, they find out, they found out that I'm like selling candy out of my dorm or that Precious. I bought a book review of Tom Sawyer on the internet and now they're going to make me write a new one or worse, make me read the book. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Which um. is... Ah, but yeah, something worse than that happens because Mrs. Dots suddenly turns into a monster, and it's just like, I mean, yeah, that and, has uh, happened. I, what would you do if your teacher actually turned into a monster and you're alone with them? What would you do? Um, yeah, well, Percy kind of doesn't really understand what goes on, what's going on, but then Mr. Brunner appears in the gallery, and we have noted, well, as he. Like, as he left for the gallery, the museum, Mr. Brunner was reading his book, just yeah. minding his own business. Not even seeing that um, Percy uh, is going somewhere. I actually think we forgot to mention Mr. Brunner is in a wheelchair, <laughs> which makes it Have even we? more... Which makes it more incredible that he's just up the stairs yeah. and in the vibe. Sorry, it's just so obvious. No, I know. I mean, I mean, it's... it's Yeah. Yeah, it's all over So how, how did he get up the stairs? So I know, fast. he comes in and... Uh, he throws a pen at Percy. Exactly. And the pen turns into a sword. And and Percy has that instinct um, of, of just like slashing it when the math teacher monster... Lunges at yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. And, and thanks to that instinct, um, he manages to defeat the monster and um, she turns into a yellow dust. That smells like sulfur. And for you at home, it means rotten eggs. Oh. It's not a nice smell. But... Well, when Percy looks to his hand, the sword is a pen, and yeah. Mr. Brunner is no. nowhere to be seen, yeah. which, again, if someone is in a wheelchair, you would maybe hear them go or, like, yeah. be able to catch up. But, yeah, he basically exits the museum, and um, he sees his class, and Miss, Mr. Brunner is literally in the spot that he left him. Um, reading his book, nothing changed. And then Percy finds Grover and he says, where's Mrs. Dodds or something? I don't actually remember what he says. I will just check on the notes because that's, this feels somewhat important. Yeah. Um, he actually, it's a lie. He sees, Nancy says, I hope Mrs. Kerr whipped your butt. And he goes, who? And well, Mrs. Kerr is a pre-algebra teacher. And when he asks Grover about Mrs. Dodds, he also goes who? But he hesitates. Yeah, exactly. And that leads Percy to believe that maybe... Maybe something's going on. Maybe they're all kind of trying to fool him. Um, yeah, because I, I remember him being like, oh, is everyone just making a joke? And well, then he goes to Mr. Brunner to, I think, guess, inquire about Mrs. Dodds. But yeah. Mr. Brunner also goes, there is no teacher at Yancey Academy called Mrs. Dodds. Are you okay, Percy? Exactly. And then he goes, oh, could you give me back my pen and next time bring your own writing utensils? 
And now Percy is severely gaslit. Or maybe, <laughs> or maybe, is he? No one really knows, I guess. Exactly. What's going on? Why, why does um, no one remember her? And this is, yeah, this is where the chapter ends. Who is Mrs. Dodds? Um, what I really want to touch on first is the myth that is yeah. presented in this chapter. Um, we are presented with the Titan Cronus and his Olympian kids, yeah. which was basically led into the war on the Titans. Uh, so basically, Cronus is... Um, his parents are Uranus and Gaia, uh, so just Kai and the Earth. And um, obviously they had a lot of Titan kids. And then he took over the world. And um, basically there was a prophecy that if he has kids, at some point they're going to defeat him. So he does what every rational, like, rational person does. Titan. 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 <laughs> titan. What every rational Titan does, he eats his children. <laughs> Yeah, why not? I mean, what better way to control a prophecy? Exactly, but imagine um, his wife, though. She gives birth, and then he just... Basically, basically he she gives birth to five titans that he all eat, that he eats, and then she gives birth to the sixth one, and then she decides to hide the sixth one and feed him rocks instead. I also personally think there's something to be unpacked there. Like, how did you not realize you're eating rocks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I mean, are you I, chewing? I, no, he's no, swallowing them all. Or it would be just kind of like wrapped up in a baby blanket if, if gods do that or oh, if yeah. titans do that. I mean, also, he's just, oh my god, there must be something wrong with him. He's like a snake, he just swallows them whole. Yeah, I mean, he's a titan, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, he um, um, she hides her sixth baby, which is Zeus. Yeah. Um, and he grows to be healthy and strong until. He gets old enough, and then I, he tricks Cronus by... I mean, there's different variations of yeah. the myth of how he does this. Uh, th- there's variations when he gives him, like, poison or some, some other liquids. But here in the book, we have... Um, mustard and wine. Exactly. Um, and basically, Cronus pukes up all his five kids, who are now grown Olympians. And because they're gods, so they obviously, like, can't be digested. I know. So they've grown healthy in his stomach. He must have had like a massive stomach. I have Imagine. a lot of questions. Again, he's a titan. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, together, the six Olympians, um, and that is Zeus, Hades, Poseidon, Hera, Demeter, and Hestia. Yeah. Well, they defeat him and cut him into a million pieces and throw him in Tartarus, which is the deepest part of the underworld um, slash hell. Yeah, I mean, there's there's two versions of that um, story, and in one version, it's like Zeus, Hades, and Poseidon. They don't really get eaten; uh, somehow they escape, I think, or whatever. Um, but then together they defeat him, and therefore, you know, save their other siblings, and that's that's why they split um, split the earth basically so Zeus gets the sky Poseidon gets water and Hades gets the underworld um but that's just one version um obviously that's how they've split up the world either way um but yeah I mean I do prefer the Percy Jackson version though yeah I mean again it could be either like as you find with any of these as the further we go along with us we will find there are a lot of different versions of the same myth um but um I I mean everyone kind of push it, pushes it pushes the narrative that Hades lost that bad, which yeah. he, I mean he yeah, kind of yeah. did because he's not an Olympian. 
He doesn't live on Mount mm-hmm. Olympus. However, personally, I have been at many family gatherings and I just <laughs> think maybe he won. But that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I love my family. <laughs> that sounds like it. Um, anyway, as um, we go along, I think we should do some character introductions. We've yeah. been introduced to like a whole series of characters. Uh, to everyone on the series. But yeah, um, <laughs> we meet Percy. Who's the best main character of a book series I have ever read? I think he is extremely likable. Um, we love him. I think you like, as you as as a kid, you want to be his friend, but like now as you grow older, you kind of want to protect him because I think he's quite. I always wanted to be him. Okay, or that, <laughs> or that. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, he is unreliable um, because yeah, an unreliable narrator because he kind of sells himself really short. Yeah, I mean, he's so clever. He is very clever. Like, he, he just tries his best. He's very self-aware. Obviously, he has um, dyslexia and ADHD, which makes it very difficult for him to learn. But except for that, like he he's a really nice guy. He's a he kid, is a really so. nice guy. And also, like he just wants to be with his mom. Yeah, and he's a 12-year-old smart. kid. Exactly, he's smarter than he thinks. Like He's only 12 years old, okay? Um, yeah. yeah, if you asked me at 12 years old what Cronus was, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I already watched Percy Jackson by, by then. So I, I don't remember. Know. I don't remember how old I was. Um, then we meet Grover. Yeah, um, I I used to dislike Grover, actually, a lot. But now rereading it, I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm liking yeah, him. Yeah, I think maybe it's because he does kind of encourage Percy to be a bit more mature. Yeah, he he kind um, of calms him down as well. Like Percy needs someone to be like. Yeah, and I think as a child, when you're reading that, you're like, "Screw you!" Yeah, like I will fight, I will die on yeah, every yeah. battle. Exactly. Um, but um, yeah, I feel like he does seem like seemingly passive, um, and like he's hiding something. But he does, yeah. to be fair, try to take a fall for Percy, so he has some loyalty there like the, the, genuine they both kind of try to protect each other which is really sweet i know i love them I um love both yeah of them. we have also mr brunner mm-hmm. who's the um the, the history latin teacher. Latin, teacher. latin teacher and i wish i had a teacher like that i know oh, he seems like I a very good that. teacher but i could understand why percy would maybe feel like there's a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Yeah, um yeah, as as good as a teacher as he is, um maybe you shouldn't like <laughs> ex- expect more. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you should. Maybe. I mean, should. I wrote the notes like a good teacher but strict. Yeah. Um which I think a teacher should challenge you. Yeah, a good teacher actually does challenge you. Yeah. But he like Grover seems to either know something but mostly Mr. Brunner seems to want something from Percy yeah I mean he did end up going up there and helping him with the dog's did he? thing did he? Like, who knows? Or, or he didn't I don't know well I mean was he there was he not I mean Percy <laughs> is being gaslit in the most extreme way who knows and we are being gaslit as well I feel like again readers. unreliable narrative <laughs> like do you know Percy what's going on um, then we got Nancy <laughs> Boba Fett who's a jerk and, and that's um, all rude mean <laughs> A bad child. And that's it. That, that's um, her whole character. Basically. And then we got Mrs. Dodds, who in contrast to Mr. Brunner, is unreasonable and unjust. Like every math teacher ever. <laughs> yeah. And I... I uh, no, I think so. My old math teacher told me, by yeah. the way, he told me that I was a kinder egg because I was brunette on the outside but blonde inside. Oh, my God. 
And <laughs> I have never forgotten. That's a true monster, though. I know. What would you do if your teacher turned into a monster, though? Pee myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not, I don't have a lot of ideas of heroism, I, like, I think. I would probably try running away. I mean, yeah, that too. It doesn't make sense, though, because monsters are really fast. But I would be like... <laughs> I, I love... Why didn't I say run away? Why didn't I say pee myself was the first choice? Okay. That's why you put this oh. daughter and I'm Athena's daughter, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shout yeah. out to my father in the sky. Thank you. Bless us. Thank um, you for the bladder. Okay, favorite moments. Um, I think I need to pull up my favorite quote in maybe this one time well, actually it's a lie it's not my favorite quote in the entire series but in this book probably um when they're getting bullied and grover tells percy to calm down um percy says looking back on it i wish i decked nancy bobo fit right then and there in school suspension would have been nothing compared to the mess i was about to get myself into and as a character like as an introduction to my main character in this book, I would be like, you know what? You're so tr- you're so real. You're so <laughs> real. <laughs> you should have decked her right there. Um, okay. And then another is that he wants to see his mom when they're sitting uh. on the fountain. Um, and I just love his mom and him so much. Um, and then the third I put down is the fact that he was selling candy out of his dorm and bought a book review of... Um, of Tom Sawyer on the internet and was scared that he got caught and he was forced to, he would be forced to read the book. Yeah, that's a pretty funny moment. I know. What about you? Um, actually, so I have three fa- favorite moments in okay. this one. And one is that they, they mentioned that there's some weird weather thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that because that sets up a conflict, basically. Um yeah, it does. Yeah, well, it yeah. does. No, it does. No, um, I, I, I did read that and was like, oh, I would not have paid good. attention to this. Yeah, I, I didn't know. know what was already going to happen. Um, but yeah, um, I love when um, the whole uh, fountain situation happens because it's like Percy doing <laughs> something that he doesn't really know that he did one of the first times. I mean, it sets some things up, I would say. Sorry, I'm trying not to reveal too much. But then um, my third one is uh, Grover accidentally revealing that he knows something by pausing when Percy asks him about Dodds. Well, does he accidentally reveal that? Because I feel like Grover, if he wanted to lie, he would not have a problem with that. That's, I disagree. I think Grover is a terrible liar. I feel like if he actually wants to lie and believes in like that it's it's rightful to lie then he would not have a problem with that okay. but, but he wants to tell Percy what's going on like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. I think he's a terrible liar <laughs> but I see but that's the thing I feel like he got told to lie and that's why he hesitates because he doesn't he's he a bad liar he doesn't want to lie it's fine we can disagree <laughs> <laughs> okay I think he's a terrible liar and you think he's a good liar yeah. You think he's a moral liar? Like he will lie if the time. I feel like he would. It, yeah, I mean, pretty much. Okay, that's okay. He, yeah. Okay, I just. Okay. Let's move <laughs> on. Um, what's your favorite quote? Well, I think um, more like, I think what I quote that really, like, yeah, defines the chapter for me is the, Am I a Trouble Kid? I guess you could say that, which is Percy Jackson literally in the first, on the first page. Um, I think it sets up for the story very well. Yeah. 
Um, we don't know what trouble kid means. Again, I think he's an angel, but it could mean many things. Yeah, I mean, um, what about you? For me, the key moment, I I did not pick a quote for that one, um, but the key moment um, is the whole um, yeah confrontation with Dodds because mm-hmm. that kind of is an inciting incident, which in, in writing is basically a moment that sets the character on a journey that's going to change them. Um, so I feel that confrontation and that that moment between them, it's kind of when a monster reveals itself some somewhat or like, yeah. oh, we don't know what happened, but, you know, something like that happened. It proves to some extent an existence of a different world potentially yeah. and a world that Percy have to be a part of because otherwise... Like everyone else would have seen that as well, so yeah, I think I think that kind of is a, the most important moment in this chapter. That is, I, I I agree. Like I think it increases the playing field a lot. Yeah. Um, but Kyron says that there's archery lessons uh, on yeah. a free, so we have to get going. We have to unfortunately get going. And I'm not falling as an, as a child of Apollo. I'm not falling behind on my archery lessons, and I don't want to be in trouble because I don't want my dessert being revoked. Did you realize that we're both good fighters? As in, you know, I'm Athena's child. I know, but I just say I was gonna pee myself in the moment yeah. of fashion. Archery, archery is is like a, a Cow- long distance. Cowards. It's a long <laughs> distance weapon and um, cowards weapon. I just think I like to be excluded from the narrative that I'm killing people, so I like to do it from afar. But anyway, Kyron is calling. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you for listening.